Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. What's up, everybody? All right, in this episode, we're going to figure out if my awesome diet is going to give me cancer or heart problems. <laughs> okay, so um, I talk a lot about nutrition. I'm a nutrition nerd. I've studied nutrition in a lot of ways. I've experimented with a lot of different things related to nutrition. No, I'm not a doctor. That's the first caveat here. So, um, you know, yeah, uh, medical disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, blah, 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 blah. Okay, end of disclaimer. Um, and I've done a lot of different experimenting on my Myself with nutrition um, in addition you know I've studied it by the book and I've done a lot of ex- experimenting just because I'm someone who always struggled with a lot of different issues you know gastrointestinal digestive issues um, it, like it was part of it was for aesthetic reasons that I got so into nutrition and part of it was just wanting to make my body feel better right and so yeah I wanted to learn how to build more muscle and get a more attractive body but then also wanted to learn how to eat foods that make my body feel better that don't give me digestive issues and you know I struggled with that throughout my teens a lot throughout my 20s especially my late 20s finally got it like mostly under control now but um it's been it's been a really interesting journey and oddly enough like if you figure out if you're someone who's looking to build more muscle and you're having digestive issues well you can actually look to solve your digestive issues first and that's actually probably going to help you a lot to build more muscle because now all of a sudden no I'm digesting foods better I can easily I can more easily eat more food more protein etc if you're digesting things better like if you're if you're bloated having gas digestive problems whatever you're you're going to struggle to build muscle you're just it's that probably means the nutrients aren't reacting the way they should in the body anyway but um you know that's a whole other we could do a whole other episode on that so in this episode I kind of want to talk about my my diet and why um most you know uh kind of traditional nutritionists would be like whoa careful with that um because i eat a lot of foods that would be considered uh you know risky particularly a lot of red meat particularly a lot of saturated fat um and i also eat a lot of salt as well but like if you were to give my diet to a traditional nutritionist um a, a bit more, I would say, of an old-school nutritionist, and by old-school, I mean one who studied the the literature around the topic, you know, from the 1990s and early 2000s. I think now a lot of experts are starting to disagree with that literature and with that, you know, uh, the information that we had back then. But anyway, if you were to give my diet to someone, you know, like a nutritionist who went to school in the 80s, the 90s, or even early 2000s, dietitian, they might say, whoa, This guy is going to have a heart attack, or whoa, this guy is going to get colon cancer, or whoa, 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 Um, mainly just because I eat a lot of red meat and eggs. Um, Now, I'll make the argument that red meat and eggs are two of the most nutritious foods on this planet, and all of you should be eating more of them. But we've heard this a lot, lot, right? You know, limit your red meat. Red meat should be really for special occasions. Eggs, you know, okay, yeah, they have a lot of cholesterol, all right? Now, particularly with the red meat, I mean, on average, like a typical day, I eat about one pound of red meat total and about usually six to eight eggs on average. I mean, and it'll, you know, my diet includes other things as well, but that's kind of like a normal day. Some days I'll even go more, some days it's a little bit less, but that's kind of average. And so... 
I want to talk about this because, and I've gone back and forth on this. I even had an, an episode a couple years ago where I had high LDL cholesterol and was kind of starting to panic because I'm like, whoa, is my diet really you know, doing badly for me? Um, then I kind of started studying cholesterol more and realized that you know, high LDL cholesterol by itself is not really much of a risk from what I'm seeing. Um, cholesterol is a tricky, nuanced topic anyway, and I actually got my cholesterol down pretty much immediately just by changing my diet up for a few weeks. So it's like cholesterol seems to be something that, that can vary a lot based on what you're eating over the past few weeks even um, and doesn't seem to be that much of a permanent thing. But, but anyway, um, long story short, cholesterol is a super tricky topic. And if your primary doctor tells you, oh, you have high cholesterol, we'll really dig into the details because a lot of primary doctors, in my opinion, don't necessarily know that much about cholesterol. I'm not saying that I know more than an average primary doctor. Um, I do know some people who definitely know more, and some of them are doctors. Some of them are experts in, well, cholesterol and in different types of nutrition. Um, but cholesterol is a very complicated topic in and of itself. Um, and just because you have, for example, high LDL cholesterol, which is technically the bad cholesterol, from what I've learned, doesn't necessarily mean that you're more at risk for, uh, you know, heart attack or stroke or clogged arteries. Like I said, a very complex topic. Once again, medical disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, okay? But um, most, you know, uh, old school nutritionist dietitians would look at my diet and be like, whoa, man, you're going to get a heart attack. You're going to get this and this and that, especially because I don't do a ton of traditional cardiovascular exercise nowadays either, right? Like my exercise routine is mostly weightlifting with a little bit of like speed or high intensity work and then maybe like one session of cardio per week but not that much right and i'll also make the argument that if you have a fairly a fairly active lifestyle where you're moving throughout the day at least and you're not sitting on your butt all day long you don't really need to worry about doing that much um you know uh scheduled cardio where you're 30 or 45 minutes on some cardio machine etc um but anyway just going back to diet a lot of those old school nutritionists would be like, whoa, we're telling people to eat like four ounces of meat once a month on a special occasion, and this guy's eating four ounces of meat, red meat, four times a day. And he's eating the 80-20 beef sometimes too. Like he's eating the fatty stuff. He's got saturated fat that's like 600 times as much as we're recommending. Maybe not quite that much, but like probably four or five times as much as they recommend, um, you know, for, for daily allowance on some days. Um, now, saturated fat is also a complicated topic as well. You'll hear people talk about the good fats and the bad fats. The old school nutritionists will tell you, you know, that unsaturated fats are better than saturated fats, you know, and they'll tell you to go for things like avocados and olive oil, which I like as well. But I also add in a lot of, of the uh, saturated fats, as I'm talking to you about, right, the red meats. Um, the eggs, sometimes cheese. I haven't been eating that much cheese lately. I've been eating a lot of meat, rice, and beans, um, you know, in addition to the eggs. Um, but um, the point is, is I'm, I'm eating all this stuff, a lot of red meat, a lot of saturated fat. I'm adding a lot of salt to it as well, by the way. Salt and sodium is also kind of a complicated topic. To make a long story short, um, if you're not eating a lot of highly processed foods, you, it's probably actually smart for you to add salt to your food, and that's one thing that I've learned because sodium is an essential mineral for our bodies, and if we don't eat a lot of processed foods, we might not even get enough of it in our diet, and then we can have performance issues related to that. Uh, but anyway, um, so uh, just for me, like right now at 34 years old, 
you know, I can't, and I can't tell you scientifically. Well, actually, I kind of can because I, you know, do do blood tests and, um, you know, lots of different types of tests fairly regularly. Like I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I'm pretty dang healthy. Let me tell you that. Like I feel better than I've ever felt before. Definitely digestively, I look better. My body looks better. It's more muscular than it's ever been before. Um, I feel better and I look better. And based on my most recent blood tests, I'm. All my blood markers look good, basically. Um, now, I mean, if I had to guess, it's been probably like, I'll say it, it's been like six or eight months since I've had full blood work done at the recording of this episode. Who knows? I, you know, I've been eating probably even more than I was before of red meat and eggs over the past six to eight months. If I went and got my blood work done right now, you might see higher LDL cholesterol. I also bet you would see very high HDL cholesterol, which is the good cholesterol. Um, and I bet like the LDL to HDL ratio would be good. Like I bet that most of my blood work would still look pretty good. And a big part of it actually is just because I'm, I'm healthy overall. I sleep good on average. Um, you know, just overall, I have a healthy lifestyle. And the thing about it is, the thing about, about okay, so I guess I didn't even really explain like why I eat so much red meat and eggs, for example. Why do I eat so much red meat and eggs? Well, because these are probably two of the, you know, if not the most high quality sources of protein you can get. Sure, people will argue, oh, well, you know, chicken's better because it doesn't have as much fat. Or same thing with turkey. Fish is better because it has the protein and more of the omega-3 fats, blah, 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 blah. Okay, um, grass-fed beef in general, I believe, could be misspeaking here, but I believe grass-fed beef, which I eat a lot of, does also have a lot of good omega-3 fatty acids as well, I believe. They always talk about how it has a good fatty acid profile. But um, anyway, um, that is one thing. If you're going to eat a lot of red meat, it's probably good to eat a good amount of grass-fed meat if you can as opposed to grain-fed. Now, that's tricky as well. Grass-fed versus grain-fed is a tricky topic here in the United States in particular. There's a lot of loopholes in that system. But try to get you know minimally processed grass-fed, no hormones, no antibiotics, all that stuff. Okay. Um, but why do I eat so much ground beef? Uh, you know, ground beef, all types of red meat and eggs. Uh, because meat and eggs when, you know, well, eggs pretty much always are, but like, you know, when raised properly and when minimally processed are just some of the healthiest foods you can eat, okay? It's got a lot of protein. It's got, I would argue, healthy fats, even though they are saturated fats, but, you know, fat is an essential nutrient for all of us. Um, it's got, well, eggs are like a vitamin powerhouse, the yolk of the egg, if it's a, you know, a well-raised chicken or whatever um but and and then you know red meat i actually will make the argument that red meat is healthier than white meat in general um you know just because it has a bit more yeah it has extra fat and extra total calories so if you're trying to cut weight you know chicken's probably better for you but um beef uh, red meat will have some more minerals and things like uh like zinc and heme iron um stuff that for the most part i think like chicken turkey and maybe even fish sometimes lack i'm not sure about fish with this but the point is is that red meat and eggs are highly nutritious foods in addition to the protein content there's some also there's some micronutrients as well um those vitamins and minerals that we need and so um there and just for someone like me you know yeah i lift weights regularly I believe all of us should be lifting weights and trying to build and preserve muscle. And so we need, simply put, we need a lot of good quality protein. And I argue that animal proteins are a better source of protein than plant proteins because they have more total quantity per gram, if you want to put it that way. Um, and just because they have all of the essential amino acids, they're genuine, genu generally pretty easy to digest as well. This is kind of another misconception out there that people are going to have trouble digesting things like, you know, like meat, um, whatever. But 
in my experience, honestly, and believe me, I've gone through a lot of digestive issues, I would argue that most of us digest uh, meat better than a lot of other foods when it's properly cooked, when it's unprocessed. Um, meat is pretty easy, I think, for most of us to digest. And it makes sense evolutionarily, just because as humans, you know, yeah, we probably evolved eating a lot of meat in hunter-gatherer societies. You know, I can't back that up with, I don't, I don't know exactly what our, what our ancestors were doing like 800 years ago, but this is what we hear, right? Um, but, uh, and, and, you know, like the common, uh, I guess, enemies in terms of foods, the common foods that cause allergies or intolerances. Usually we're not talking about things like meat and eggs. Well, I mean, sometimes egg. Yeah, eggs can be a culprit for some people, I guess. Yeah, sometimes it's dairy products. Um, other times it's more often things like wheat, breads, uh, peanuts. Um, but I mean, for the most part, if you stick to, you know, meat, whether it's red meat or white meat, whatever, and then, you know, certain types of vegetables that you like or that sit well with your stomach, um, you know, you're going you're gonna to be feeling pretty good on, on that for the most part. Um, but anyway, I didn't want to get too into detail on the different types of, you know, food intolerances and stuff like that because that's very different from person to person. But the point I want to hammer home here is I have this diet that's very high, particularly in red meat, eggs, saturated fat. You know, we'll hear it all the time is that those things are going to elevate your cholesterol. They're going to give you a heart attack if you eat it too often. You should only eat it on, you know, certain occasions. Uh, you're going to get colon cancer if you eat too much red meat. I eat like one pound of red meat per day. Of course, it's cooked properly. Of course, it's minimally processed. A lot of it's grass-fed. And I eat like six eggs on average per day, whole eggs with the yolks, maybe more than that. Yeah, I mean, they're pasture-raised. Usually, they're, they're good eggs. I pay a little extra for this stuff, okay? Um, so there is that caveat. Uh, but even like even if you were to eat non-pasture-raised and grain-fed or whatever, like that's probably better than the junk that most people are eating in this modern world with all the processed food. Um, and so for me, yeah, I, I eat a, a ton of this stuff, but I personally don't worry about things like uh, you know, heart attack, colon cancer, other types of cancers, just because when you look at the studies, and I have looked at quite a bit of these studies, it is, I have to say it, it's, it's kind of an anti-meat campaign, in my opinion. What they're doing is, for whatever reason, whether it's environmental or I don't know what, they're, they're really, they, and they, by they, I mean the people who rule this world, I don't know who they are, they want us to eat less meat. Um, and the reason I say this is because if you look at the studies that, talk about that link like eating meat to cancer of any type or colon cancer or any type of cancer they're lumping in red meat with processed meat now highly processed meat we do know is bad for us okay these are things like your salami your charcuterie boards hot dogs stuff like that but if you're getting you know minimally processed meat that's just one ingredient cooked properly meaning you don't cook it till it's charred or black there is almost no evidence out there in the studies that have been done that I've seen that links eating a lot of red meat to cancer or even really heart, heart attack, heart disease, particularly the cancer thing. The cancer thing, they, they lump it as a carcinogen in like the same category. Like, like they're, they're putting processed meat and red meat in the same category. Now, of course, some red meats are processed meats. I'm not saying you should go to McDonald's and eat hamburgers. I'm sure if you ate McDonald's hamburgers every day, yeah, that probably increases your risk for all these bad things we're talking about, probably. But if you eat, you know, well-sourced meats that are well-cooked and blah, 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 um, all of the studies that I've shown 
do not suggest any increased risk of getting cancer of any type. And really, like I said, the, the heart disease, heart attack stuff, there's a lot of evidence out there now that a lot of people who are a lot smarter and more educated on this than I am are pointing to that says, actually, it's all of these processed foods and these refined you know, carbohydrates and sugars and stuff like that that is putting us more at risk for clogged arteries, heart disease, and all of the above, right? And so to make a long story short, what I think has happened, like the reason I eat a lot of red meat and, and eggs and all that is just because like th- those two foods itself, when you're getting them from clean sources, cooking them the right way, they are literally two of the most nutritious foods that you can eat is just red meat and eggs. And um, it's... It it helps me in tons of ways, just to you know maintain muscle mass. I have virtually no digestive issues with them. I used to have tons of digestive issues. I used to struggle to build muscle. Like it's helped me look better and feel better. Um, and from all the studies I've seen, there's just very very little, if any, evidence to suggest that it's truly truly increasing my risk of you know cancer or heart attack or whatever. And um, you know, if I croak tomorrow of a heart attack, so be it. But, uh, you know, I tried. <laughs> but I, um, yeah, just, just something to look into because nutrition is, is so complicated. And if you're someone who's struggling with your nutrition in any way, I mean, I've got a lot of episodes in the Keep Talking History where I talk about this. It's a passion of mine just because it was a pain point of mine for many years. And typically we can turn our pain points into passions if we do things right in life once we learn how to solve those things that are causing us pain. And for me, for the most part, I have now kind of solved my nutrition, my gastrointestinal issues. So that's why I just try to share what's working. And there's a lot of stuff out there in the mainstream that is not necessarily the best advice for all of us, in my opinion. You know, if you're going to look at mainstream nutrition, they're going to tell you to, you know, don't eat red meat and eggs. If you're going to eat meat, eat like chicken sometimes. Um, you know, don't eat much saturated fat. They're going to tell you to eat a lot of vegetables and a lot of fruits, obviously, which is fine. But I mean, in, in general, eating a lot of fruits and vegetables is good advice. But at some point, the other nice thing about eating a lot of red meat and eggs, it's very satiating. These foods will fill you up. They're going to make it so you have less room in your stomach for a bunch of junk and your taste buds don't want to have a bunch of junk food. Like eat, eat red meat and eggs a lot. And all of a sudden your cravings for all those, you know, donuts and crap is going to gradually start to grow away. Um, and so there's just a lot of benefits to it. There is a lot of benefits to eating red meat and eggs for most of us. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it. I think I've made, made my point clear. But experiment, figure out what works for you, all right, with nutrition. It's highly personalized. All right, talk again soon. Love you all. Peace.